Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. 19 days. 19 days. 19 days until this mess is over. So the mayhem just really gets grooving, people, with all of the stop and the steal part. Duh. Midterm mayhem every day at 4.05. We bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Oh, it's happening. Oh, man. All right. So we had we ninjas count the last one. What kind of, what do you think we're going to get now? Like samurais? I have no idea, right? but I'm, I'm scared. Barbarians? Barbarians? Yeah. Well, you know, we were ninjas. Why not barbarians? Goodness gracious, barbarians. Uh, check out the fight. It's the, it's the Viking counters. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's start out. We're going to talk about Lake Line, and then we're going to talk about Hobbs uh, no showing at work. How does that sound? Let's do it. Okay. Let's start with uh, with Carrie Lake. Now, if you're looking at the polls, latest poll says Hobbs plus one. She is uh, dominating uh, the independents. Also, uh, she, Carrie Lake is Hobbs. In, uh, Hobbs has the independents. Lake has 65 plus. Okay. So Carrie Lake has spent the last couple of days talking about COVID and the vaccine. Okay. Okay. So she basically is saying that the CDC is going to make your kid get the vaccine. Okay. She's lying. This is disinformation. She knows she's lying. And she continues to put this out. And I think it needs to be brought up. This is, uh, listen, Democrats have their talking points. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. This has become a talking point for Republicans. And I think it's to scare voters. Um, The CDC does not make the decision in Arizona whether your kid has to get the shot or not. Yeah. Okay? Let's just make sure, because Carrie Lake doesn't care about the truth. She's never cared about the truth. She doesn't even see the truth. Ask her about 2020. Ask her about women. She said the other day, women uh, in Arizona, they abort their babies and then kill them nine months later. I mean, it's, it's insane. If you want to add the shot, the COVID shot, uh, to the school required list, that is totally separate from the CDC. It actually occurs on the state level, but Carrie Lake wouldn't know that. And she doesn't care to tell you that. She's also saying that there are, you know, all these cases of uh, mito, myocarditis. myocarditis, thank you, in children. It's not true. It's not true. It's very rare. It's very mild. Uh, and to be quite honest with you, I talked to an epidemiologist earlier today. If you get COVID, you have a much higher chance of getting myocarditis than if you got the vaccine, the shot, whatever you want to call it. So Carrie Lake just continues to spew a bunch of BS. Uh, And the bottom line is that the benefits of the shot far outweigh the risks. Look, at this point, it doesn't matter with kids. It doesn't matter with kids. Especially with kids. It doesn't matter with kids. You get the shot, don't get the shot. The kids are fine. It's just going to happen to them. Very rarely will anything happen to them, period. And we've known that for a long time. Uh, Adults, especially people who are elderly and you have issues, yeah, you go get the shot. And again, it's a shot. It's not a vaccine. And you move on with your life. Uh, If your kid doesn't get a shot, which most kids didn't get a shot and won't be getting a shot, and that's Mm. understandable. I get my kids a shot. Uh, They had it for like a minute and a half. Half. And that was it. You know, Jack literally got, he, I didn't feel good in the morning and by the afternoon he's playing hockey. Sure enough, he had tested positive. Yeah. It was, but 
we, we got to get past that the CDC is adding the COVID vaccine to the for, schedule for your children and requiring it at school. Fox News is putting it out there. Uh, Carrie Lake is putting it out there. And I'm here to tell you, if you're interested in facts, that is a bunch of crap. It is wrong. You do not have to worry about that. It is a scare tactic for Carrie Lake. I don't know. Maybe she's feeling some footsteps. She's losing in a few of the latest polls, even though it's by one or two points. I don't know. But it's all BS coming from the mouth of someone who has lied to you from day one. Again, your state will decide what happens. Correct. Like California, it is mandated, except they did not uh, enforce it this year because they think, hey, if we enforce this, there's yeah. going to be eight people in school because nobody got their kids to shot. Yeah. So, so let's put a rest to that. Carrie Lake can lie all she wants for the next 19 days. Maybe she'll win. Maybe she won't. Midterm mayhem. Let's go to the other side. So a report today says Katie Hobbs. Apparently she doesn't go to work. Seems to be a big theme amongst uh, uh, politicians. Is Because that, that guy, Fetterman, he spent less than... Who's that? That's the guy that's running and had the stroke out in Pennsylvania. They, they, he's the lieutenant governor out there. They said he spent virtually no days... At all in the office, sometimes going weeks, and nobody knew what he was doing. Even his staff didn't know where he was. Okay. Is there a point to be made that you don't have to be in the office to work? I mean, a lot of us work outside of the of the office, and then, you know, you work at home, and then you go, go to work. I don't know. But um, it says that Katie Hobbs showed up to office, up to the office, 19 days in the past six months. So... Could it be that she's on the campaign trail? Because that would explain a lot. Is she on the campaign trail? I mean, the answer, well, you and I joke about it. She's not very visible on the campaign trail. She's got to be doing something. Uh. Just because we don't know about it doesn't mean that she's not out there doing something. But she doesn't make a big, you know, to do, to do about, hey, I'm out here. Look at me. I'm getting in front of voters. You know, Carrie Lake does she that very do well. that. She doesn't. So it's very interesting. Again, I don't know. Uh, well, look, here's the thing. Yeah. Based on the insanity of our voting, I would be working very hard to make sure there's no more insanity happening uh, because, you know, people are already worried that something may go south. we got people waiting at voter boxes and it, it, it's crazy. So, yeah, I would be paying a little attention to this. And mm -hmm. if you're not out in front of people, which you don't seem to be, you might as well be doing your job. Right. That would be a great way to go. Hey, I can't debate you. I got a lot of. We're putting on a, uh, uh, you know, a big uh, vote here in a couple of days, so I got to really do some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I've, I'm looking over here. The, the wise man sent me a couple of texts from listeners. Uh, you guys have no um, uh, uh, proof that Katie Hobbs uh, didn't go to work. You have no proof that she only showed up to the office 19 days in the past six months. Okay, well here's your proof. You have to listen a little bit longer. Uh, between April 1st and October 14th, Hobbs swiped her security badge, the Arizona State Capitol building, which houses the Secretary of State's office, a total of 19 days. So there's your proof. If you're a Democrat out there and you don't like what we're saying, tough. Yeah. Tough. Uh, I'm sure Republicans didn't like what we were saying about Carrie Lake and her lying about the CDC, forcing your child to have a shot. Well, Tough. We kind of deal in facts on this show. We're both independents. Um, so it is true that Katie Hobbs, she didn't take her security badge and swipe it. And that's that's digital proof right there. That's technology. And if you don't believe that, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. So we got one one candidate lying. 
like usual. We got another candidate. Doesn't like to work. This doesn't is how like, we get here. Doesn't like like she looks like she doesn't look like she likes to campaign. Either. No, she doesn't like to do it. She, I, I'm telling you, I think there was a portion of her that, that especially when she said she wanted Carrie Lake, there was a portion of her that thought, you know what, I'm entitled to this job now. Cake That's walk. why I want it. It's going to be a cakewalk. And yeah. you found out, no, no, it's going to be close. All right, coming up right now, it, that is a midterm mayhem. Sorry about that. That is mayhem. midterm mayhem every day at four oh five. Let's do five spot right now. Let's do it. So the Cardinals take on the New Orleans Saints. We need five of you to call. Best story, uh, your best New Orleans story. Best New Orleans story. Keep it PG-13, will you, for crying out loud? You got kids in the car. Yeah, what do you think you guys are, Jan Brewer? Yeah, exactly. She was a potty mouth yesterday. If you missed it, you can check out the podcast. Um, Best New Orleans story. 277-KTAR, 277-5827. We'll do your best New Orleans story since the cards are playing the New Orleans Saints tonight. And that is next. One, two, three, four, five. Five spot with Gatos and Chad. All right, this story, we put five of you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. And today, uh, we're talking Thursday night football. In an hour, the Cardinals will kick off against the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans, New Orleans. One of my favorite places in the world. Absolutely love New Orleans. Um, so we're asking you at 277-KTAR, best New Orleans story. Keep it PG-13. Best New Orleans story. All right, here we go. Cody. In Santan Valley, uh, Valley PG-13, and you got 60 seconds, or I hang up on you. Go! <laughs> yeah, so me and my dad won Super Bowl tickets on 98.7 when uh, the Ravens were playing the Niners, and Mardi Gras was going down the same time, and we were there for a week. So I'm looking for my dad walking down Bourbon Street. I'm like, where's he at? I look over, he's making out with a stripper. What? Wow. Your father? Yeah. That's disgusting. My father. Me and him, me and him flew out there. They paid for everything. We're walking down Bourbon Street. <laughs> I barely remember it. I just remember looking over and my dad's making uh, out uh, with a Cuban stripper. Oh, for the most sake. amazing thing ever. That's, that's, that's great. That's, that's fantastic. P- Cody's dad's not, already the winner today. Chad, it's not PG 13. That was PG 13. Totally PG 13. Totally PG. Yeah, yeah okay. we have yet to hear Bead's story. Uh, Tim in Phoenix, uh, 60 seconds, go! All right, I'll skip right past when we met a hooker on Bourbon Street. Oh, for adorable. Pete's sake. But uh, two brothers, I ran across the first brother. I go, Lance, what are you doing? He's like, I left my table to go to the bathroom. I have $3,000 and chips standing on it, and I can't remember which table. And he goes, to the tape. And the pit boss is just looking at him, shaking his head. And his brother went to his room. Couldn't get in, you know, trying his key. Finally, security shows up and they go, sir, you're in the wrong hotel. <laughs> Took him downstairs and he looks at the guy, the security guy, this guy kind of like takes him by the hip, pushes him before he goes that way. And he just left. <laughs> oh, that's good times. That's what happens right there in the beautiful New Orleans. Uh, oh, my music ended. Oh, it did. Yeah, New Orleans. Come on out to New Orleans and have fun. Five spots. Uh, this is, uh, we're asking you about say, your uh, best New Orleans story. Chad, I'm looking at the call. Don't take any. I'm these are all to. dirty. I, no more dirt. No. Uh, wise man, uh, you're going to be caller number three. Uh, your best New Orleans story. 
I was a teenager, probably 16 or 17, and our church went down to New Orleans to help build some of the homes back up after Katrina. So, see, this is a good, clean story. Starts with the church. This is what I'm talking about. Go ahead. So, the church group, we all went down to Bourbon Street, French Quarter, as one does, and it was a Tuesday morning at 11 a.m., and that was the first time I saw a naked woman. Jeez, dude. Fantastic. Now, where did you see the said naked woman? She she ran down the street. Fantastic. Right by us. She was late for brunch. Started off so good with the church, and then you start, and then, yeah. The youth pastor was like, shield your eyes. Uh, Chad Benson, your best uh, Nolan story. Uh, I uh, was helping my buddy, who is a major uh, reptile disturber. You can see him on YouTube. He's got millions of followers. And uh, this was back in the day when he just really sold reptiles. And we drove across the country with about a million dollars in reptiles inside. And uh, I was with this long-haired dude who was creepy looking, but he was hilarious. And we got a little lost in New Orleans. Not and good. we went to that area you're not supposed to go. Oh. And people started looking at us. Uh, and and uh, next thing you know, he pulls out weapons, guns. <laughs> oh. And I thought, sweet mother of God, I'm not dying for reptiles. <laughs> I'm not dying. Take it. Take the van. It was, uh, you know, I was like, this oh is gosh. how I die. No, and luckily I didn't. But I tell you what, there are some places that they warn you when you go there, stay here or else. They warn you, if you if you find yourself in a place little off, get in a cab, do not walk. Becky yeah. Lynn? I just thought of something that happened on my trip to New Orleans. It's nothing as good as any of this. But I saw Anne Rice getting out of her car going into her house in the Garden District. Oh, cool. I was left there looking for vampires. And there she was. There she was. You know who Anne Rice is? Nope. I she, knew uh, interview with the vampire. Uh, Anne Rice. Oh, uh, she's an author. She's, she's dead now. Oh. She passed away. She, she wrote? Interview with the Vampire. I saw and, the movie. And many others. Okay. Yeah. There's a TV show right now. Interview yeah, with the Vampire. that's right. Oh, you, Gatos, you love it so much. Bumped into John Goodman once. That's all I got. There you go. I think I remember you telling that story. Honestly, that's the best you got? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Really? All right, the uh, Saints are here to take on the Cardinals. Come on, Cardinals. I'll lose again at home for crying out loud. Coming up next. Coming up. Uh, oh, geez. We already got a, a case of voter intimidation. We'll tell you about that loser next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers Who are going to be heading to the Action Pavilion on October 30th for their Who Hits Back Tour. You want a pair of tickets now by visiting the contest page at KTAR.com. I just saw the uh, cards are in their all-black unis. They look tight. It sucks to lose 6-3 to three in your all-black uniforms. <laughs> I hope it's not six to three. These Thursday night games have been terrible. Jeff Bezos hopes that as well. How much did he pay for Prime? A billion dollars a year yeah. for like 14 games. Thursday night game. All right. Uh, as uh, Becky Lynn uh, just introduced our tag team traffic, we will have that for you throughout the day. It's going to be a mess going to Glendale. Uh, so make sure you stick uh, right here with KTAR. We'll give you the best traffic. All right. 
Um, so, so the next time you go and vote, you're going to have to look over your shoulder. Apparently, that's the case because there are losers out there who are intimidating Arizona voters. The Secretary of State's office confirming that this report is now being handed over to the Department of Justice and the Attorney General's office. Now, I'm told that this happened on Monday. Yeah, Monday in Mesa, somebody went to drop off a ballot and they got followed by a whole bunch of people, uh, losers. At a ballot drop box location in Mesa outside the juvenile justice court. Now, we're told that a voter was approached and then followed by a group of individuals when the voter was trying to drop off their early ballot. Yeah, but Chad, they're patriots. Yeah, well, they are patriots. Yeah, they're patriots. No, they're patriots. They're patriots. You don't even know. These people are working for Uncle Sam. They're doing it for the good of America. We should thank them. By the way, how big of a deal is this? Well, it, this is actually in, uh, there's on, it's on with, uh, the old, uh, w, uh, MSNBC right now. They're talking about people were threatened and there was probably violence and stuff because they'll take it a step further because, you know, why waste a good story? Well, let's just tell you the truth then. Oh, there was some person that wanted to drop their ballot and they were followed. Didn't somebody yell 2,000 mules to him or you're somebody a mule? Did, of course, you're a mule. Uh, and some pictures were taken and they were intimidated. Yeah. Uh, you don't yell mule to people. Uh, don't follow people. I when mean, mules, that's, a, that's, not, that's not kind. No. I'm told that the Secretary of State's office has informed Maricopa County, and now it will be up to the DOJ and the AG's office to investigate it. Now, just last week, I was outside here because Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richard told me last week that if anyone is approached and they feel intimidated or if you're harassed, you should report this. You can report it to the Maricopa County Elections Department. But if you feel like you're in danger, he tells me you should be calling authorities right away, including 911. Uh, We should not be surprised by this because uh, Arizona State Senator Kelly Townsend encouraged vigilantes to camp out near drop boxes uh, and said, uh, track these individuals. Track them. And follow them home. If you think they appear suspicious. Yeah. Like, what is, what, what what is, is wrong with you with people? people? There's cameras on the, on the, the ballots. So you don't have to worry about it. But somebody could be muling him. Right. Muling. Which is a word I made up. You know, it's so weird. Muling. I like the word. When, when you think of tailgating, what do you think of? I think of there are a ton of people right now at the Cardinals game. Yeah. And they're on the big lawn. And they're having some drinks. And they're having some food. And it's tailgating. And it's fun. But we have ballot box tailgate parties here in Arizona. We have some of the primaries. Now we have a bunch of losers doing it out in Mesa Man. where you get your little chair and you sit around in a circle and you decide we're going to be patriots today. And then patriots. what do you do? You, you know what? You intimidate a voter. You I moron. would do something. I, all the things I could think of, of like, okay. Just to mess with you people, I have to do something. Well, what would you do then? Oh, man. This is good. I would just... There's a bunch of homeless people down there. We're all going to camp right next to you people all day long, and they're going to, you know, just totally just whacking out, just being crazy, mm-hmm. right? Get a bunch of them. You know, what they'll have you, fun. What would you do? Oh, well, if they got in my face, yes. oh, I'm going to get right back in their face. It's going to end poorly for them. And yeah. you're being serious. I'm absolutely serious. Uh, I don't know who you think you are, but my right to vote is right here, and I'm putting this in here. And the fact that you would even say or try to do something like that, it is my God-given right as an American to snap your soul.
I don't know if you can snap their soul. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds good. <laughs> so if someone did follow you, you'd, you'd have words. Yeah. W- wouldn't, well, you wouldn't. But, no. I mean, regular you, men. Who, right. Real men. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong, everybody. He's not wrong. Yeah. So I would. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, if... And I saw pick people that are, they have those giant, like, you know, lenses, like they're at a football game or something. And I'm just like, for the media. And I'm like, what are you people doing? What, what, what do you think's going to happen? There's such an easy way to get rid of those losers. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? Let's hear it. They start intimidating you. They start following you. Just turn around. Hey, Trump 2024. That's it. Oh, there you go. They will let you go. Yeah. Because these people aren't Biden fans. You know what's going to happen one day, though? They're going to do something stupid, and it's not going to be something. It's going to be something to a, a little old lady or somebody like this, and she's going to go home and tell her son, who is not going to be happy, and he's going to go down there, and he's going to open bad. up a can of whoop. Right. Or, listen, somebody's going to get out of line, and they're going to get shot. It's a possibility, too. And I don't want to see that happen. So if you're out there and you're thinking of being a loser... And what a loser does is they intimidate other voters. If you're thinking of doing that, just stay home. Yeah. Now, stay home. I know you don't have a job. Just stay home. Stay home. Play some Xbox. Do what you need to do, but stay home. Tomorrow, like, like if you're going there and you want to sit, you know, 50 yards away and you want to sit there with your binoculars and look and stare and have do stuff it. like that, have at it. Yeah. All right. Up next. Up next. Netflix is about to tick off every single customer they've ever had ever. Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, we got tag team traffic today. Because the game out in Glendale, it's going to be tough to get around. So make sure that you're here in just a few minutes, which is the next traffic report. Uh, who doesn't like and love Netflix? Netflix is like the greatest thing ever. That's right. Netflix you know? and chill. Okay. Why do you always have to bring the dirt in? Why do you have to why be... Why the dirt? I'm just, you sometimes know, you're just chilling for real. No, you're being dirty for crap. What do you think? I am the governor of this great state. Didn't he tell everybody to go home and Netflix? Chill? He no. He said, there's COVID out there. Just go and watch Netflix. Mm. He didn't tell you to chill during it, because you know what that means. Anyway, uh, Netflix is uh, cracking down. So here's the On deal. On chilling? No, I think they're okay with that. Okay. If you share your passwords... They're gonna uh, they're gonna crack down on you. Ooh. They're going to either suspend your account, um, or they're gonna start charging you more. So if you share your Netflix password with others, this uh, streaming service that we all love is gonna crack down, and it'll start early next year. So let me just tell Netflix one thing. Okay, please do. I'm sure they're waiting. To hear yeah, from no, me. they're waiting. Reed I mean, Hastings, hey, listen to this. Multi billion right dollar company listening to me. That tried to sell itself to Blockbuster for a million dollars, and they laughed him out of the office. Um, stop being, stop pinching pennies. Some of us, yes, we do share our password. But when we do that, you guys get more buzz because we talk about your shows. We tweet about your shows. Uh, we, we, you know, we talk to our friends about your shows. It gets more eyes on your product. And so if I share a password with somebody, you're going to charge me like an extra buck a month, a dollar? Really? Really? Yeah. You're going to nickel and dime us because we share our passwords a little bit? I just, and, and by the way, I think we're having a recession coming up in a few months. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. What do you think is going to be first? 
Because people are going to take this personally. They're going to be like, you're charging me more again? You know what? There's a, re- a recession. Screw you guys at Netflix. I'm just cutting. Yeah. I'm cutting. I'll just borrow somebody else's password for Hulu. Uh, you know, the funny thing about Netflix is, I, here's a question. How many people out there mm. have no idea who has your password? You ever gone on there and you're like, who was watching this? I have. <laughs> yes. You know, that's not me or anybody I know. That's also something where some people think they don't even know that somebody else has their password at this point in time. Yeah. Because it was a, it was a breakup. It was a friend you gave it to a couple of years ago, whatever it is. Sure. Sure. It is true. <laughs> you're like, wait, did I watch that? No. I asked my wife, did you watch that? Yeah. No. No. But I, how much are you going to charge us now? How much are you going to charge us? Well, you they got the six ninety nine for your for for ads. So you can get a cheaper bill from Netflix for six ninety nine if you agree to watch commercials. Yes, but that that crushes the whole whole point of watching Netflix. The reason we love Netflix, there no, no ads, no commercials, no nothing. That's why we love it. That's why it's unique. So if they want to start charging me more, you'll be dead to me. Dead. To Gatos. I will cancel that so fast. Super cancel. Unless there's a show he really wants to watch on it, then... I'll steal your password. Steal my password. (laughs) All right. Coming up next, tag team traffic. The best tag team in the business. That's right. We've got the game in Glendale tonight. The roads are a mess. We're going to get you caught up to speed on everything that's going on on the highways next.